What's up, everybody? This is Nikki Hines, and you are listening to the Nikki Hines Podcast. On this week's episode, I want to talk to you all about five things you should stop doing now. Um, These little lists are something that I've had um, good feedback on, so I figured I would keep them going every now and then. And I think that this is something that we all we all fall into the trap of at least one of these, if not all things, um, we have all experienced at one point in our lives or another. This is especially true when we are first trying to make changes in our lives or anytime that we lack confidence in ourselves. And I feel like um, having confidence is something that kind of ebbs and flows. There are times when we are full of confidence and we have it all figured out and no one can tell us otherwise. And then there are other times when maybe... Maybe we had a rough couple of weeks. Maybe we failed quite a few times and we struggled with the lessons of those failures and our confidence just isn't quite at the peak where it typically is. It's easier to fall, I, I hate to use the word victim, but it's when we fall victim to some of the things that are on this list. So over the last decade, I have had my fair share of what I will call good seasons and tough seasons. And I have fallen victim to all of these things on this list. So today I am sharing five things that you should stop doing now if you want to be happier and have the energy that you need in order to reach your goals. So number one here today is taking advice from people who don't support the life you aspire to live. So what I mean by this is we have all experienced this in one way or another, right? We have well-meaning friends and family who they give us advice on the who, what, when, where, why, and hows of our life and our goals. Um, They love us and they care about us, but many times they don't actually listen to what we are saying long enough to understand why we are trying to do what we are trying to do, right? Um, They've recently read a post or they have a friend of a friend of a friend who did something similar and they're just kind of sitting there looking at us as we're talking and they are waiting their turn to share this quote-unquote knowledge with you. And they're so busy waiting for you to stop talking so that they could drop all of this info on you that they're not actually listening. I'm pretty sure we have all experienced this before, right? If you've experienced this, do me a favor, hit me up over on Instagram. I am at Bronx787. Let me know. Um, Give me a thumbs up emoji. Let me know that, you know, you listened to this and that you have experienced this before. Um, My advice here, honestly, is... You know, they're close friends, they're family, they mean well, so listen to them, but don't feel like you need to apply anything that they are, you know, that they're saying to us right right then and there. Um, unless this person has actually accomplished what you are setting out to do, or they are telling you that they know someone who has done the same exact thing and had success with it and you know you should hit them up and talk to them if that's the case then like listen you should you should grab a pen and paper you should buy them a cup of coffee and take notes as if your life depends on it because this is someone who you can learn from everyone else honestly it's just noise they mean well 
Um, they love you and they care about you and they are doing what they feel in their mind is in your best interest. But I need you to realize that it is up to you to do actual research and make decisions based on facts that you need in order to get to your goals. Okay, so I get it. This could be a tricky situation. Close friends, family, we love them. They love us. But we can't let that stuff blind us or blur us or hold us back from the things that we want to achieve. Okay, so I started off with a really tough one there. I get it. Uh, the second one is having that mindset of I'll start as soon as I have blah, blah, blah. Or um, I'm going to start, but I'm waiting until after this, this, that. So I cannot tell you how many times... During my coaching years, um, I have heard this excuse. Every monthly challenge that I ever ran, I used to do a lot of um, intro to um, you know, healthier eating and fitness style challenges, and I would constantly have people messaging me, telling me how awesome it was and how much they would love to participate in this, but not this month because they have XYZ going on, or um, could I put them on their list and remember them next month because, you know, um, it's Mother's Day weekend and uh, the challenge falls during that and they don't want to give anything up. Or they, you know, talk to me constantly about how unhappy they were with their weight and everything, but they'll start after the holidays. I have a news flash for you, and this is going to be a, a real dose of real talk. Um, there will never, ever be a perfect time to start, no matter what the goal is, if it's getting your finances in order, if it's um, starting a workout routine, if it's fixing your nutrition and how you fuel your body, if it's continuing your education, you know, um, taking classes that are going to help to put you into your dream job or get you that promotion that you want. If it's travel, if there are so many things I could go on and on and on. But for all of this, no matter what it is, there is never, ever going to be a perfect time to start. It does not exist. You have to make the time to start your journey and you have to be willing to sacrifice in order to have success. Okay, so I'm gonna say that one more time because it's super, super important. And if you're not ready to embrace this type of a mindset, you're not going to make progress. Um, that might sound terrible to say, but it's true because for years and years of my life, I talked a lot of shit about how unhappy I was and how I wanted to lose weight and I didn't want to be overweight and I wanted to do something about it, but I didn't want to sacrifice anything. I didn't want to sacrifice holidays, going to the movies and eating my favorite candy, um, any of that stuff. I was not prepared to do any of that. And as a result, I didn't do anything. So it wasn't until I got over all of that bullshit that I was telling myself that I made the time and I was willing to sacrifice things that change happened. So again, there will never, ever, ever be a perfect time to start. You have to make the time and you have to be willing to sacrifice things in order to achieve your goal. So if you've used holidays, birthdays, weddings, any other events as excuses to hold yourself off on your weight loss journey, 
um, you got to stop it. Because if I didn't do that, I would still be 100 pounds overweight and very unhappy with myself. Um, so the third thing that I want to talk about today is holding grudges. Um, I'm sure you have all seen or heard of the quote, um, holding onto anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Um, it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? So we often hold grudges because we don't want to let the other person off the hook for something that happened, right? Holding this person responsible and holding this grudge, it somehow validates our pain and it makes us feel better. But doing this places us in what's called a fixed mindset and it prevents us from moving on. It's important that we hold on to a growth mindset when we are trying to change our lives and grow as people because it opens us up to new things. When we stay on that fixed mindset that this is how it is and nothing can change that, we slowly kill ourselves. Um, we slowly hold on to this life that isn't serving us. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's not good for us. So it's important that when mistakes happen, be it um, your own mistake or someone else's, that you don't carry that mistake around with you forever. Instead, we need to use it as a lesson or a stepping stone and allow that to carry you forward on your path to achieving your goals. It goes hand in hand with my whole fail forward um, mantra that I, I love so much. Um, there's nothing wrong with failing. There is nothing wrong with mistakes. Each and every failure, each and every mistake, it holds a lesson from us. Don't ignore for us. Don't ignore the lesson. You have to learn that lesson if you're going to move forward and not repeat that same mistake again. So don't run from failure. Don't run from mistakes. Don't try and be a perfectionist. Embrace failure. It's good for you. There's lessons and improving our lives is all about learning new ways to live. So remember that. Number four here is something that I talk about a lot. Um, I might have hit upon this on just about every single blog post I have ever done. I talk about it a lot in my social media post. I know that I have covered it in podcasts here before. It is mindlessly scrolling social media and comparing yourself to what you see. This one is huge to me. Um, social media is the biggest comparison trap of our time. People spend a lot of time on social media and the people posting on social media, a lot of these bigger accounts that we tend to compare ourselves to, they spend a lot of time filtering and curating the perfect photos for their feeds in order to gain likes and followers. These highlight reels, as I love to call them, um, they become a false reality that we end up comparing ourselves to and that is just the most insane bullshit um, I have ever heard. And it's something that I fell victim to for a long time in the beginning, um, especially when I was starting out. Um, you know, I didn't have those perfect booty shot photos and everything. And, you know, as many of you know, it's all, it's staging, it's lighting, it's the perfect leggings, it's, it's all of that stuff. Um, and it's insane that this is what we hold ourselves accountable to. Um, so, Again, let's just stop doing that. Um, we have to stop comparing our very real and very raw daily lives to a heavily curated highlight reel 
full of perfectly lit and posed photos. Um, our lives, guys, they are more than likes. They are more than your follower account. And they are so much more than how we rank thanks to an algorithm that is forever changing. I highly recommend at this point um, cleaning up your social media from time to time. If someone's feed makes you feel like less of a person, it's time to unfollow them or mute them until you are able to build your confidence and fix your mindset to a point where you're not in comparison mode anymore. Fill your feed with more real people and you can't see it, but I have some air quotes going on right now. And I, I'm throwing real into these quotes because being authentic has turned into a, a new trend on social media. So authentic isn't quite always as authentic as it might seem. Um, authentic has become the new way to get likes. Authentic has become the new way to get followers. So be mindful of this stuff. Um, social media isn't fully real. Um, but as a side note, social media is also a tricky place because it, while it's not always real, there are gems out there. It, it is an amazing place. I've met so many inspiring and real people on there. Um, social media has allowed me to create a support group for myself when I needed one and didn't have one locally. Um, this is going back over a decade over on Twitter. Um, you just have to be mindful of who you're following, what they're saying, and how it's affecting you. Be honest with yourself about what you need, what you don't need, and create that in your feed. Your feed is yours. Yes, it's controlled by an algorithm overall, but you honestly do control it because those algorithms are giving you stuff that you are spending the most time looking at. That's what it is filling your feed with. So if you are filling your feed with people that make you feel like crap about yourself, Instagram, Facebook, all of these places are going to put more of those style of people in your feed. So by cleaning up your accounts, by being mindful about which accounts you spend more time hovering over their photo or searching for and going through their feed, Instagram will respond to that. So keep that in mind. Last thing I want to go over here is number five, and that is putting off your goals. This last one is honestly a two-parter in my experience. Um, it could tie in directly with the very first one on this list here, which is, you know, um, when it comes to friends and family, uh, we really, we rarely want to let close friends or family down, right? Like if they give us pushback on our goals or don't agree with them or think that we should do things differently, it's really easy for us to cave and like second guess ourselves and maybe alter what our plans were in order to make them happy even if we know that what we want to do is the right thing for us. And that really puts you in a tricky situation, right? Because you are putting someone else's happiness above your own. And I will tell you out of experience that over time that will beat you the fuck down. It honestly will. Um, so please don't do this, please. Um, I have watched many people put off their goals because of this. Like I said, I myself have done this too. Um, I have, set goals for myself or maybe brought up like contemplating that, you know, this might be an avenue that I want to go down and people started telling me, yeah, yeah, you should do it. You should do it. You should do it. You should do it. But I never really felt like in my gut that that was the route that I should do. But I, I ended up doing it because I didn't want to let anybody else down. Um, 
which is crazy. Like when you really stop and think about it, like putting yourself through something that you're not finding joy in, you're not finding happiness in to ensure that someone else is happy. Why do we do that? Like really think about that. It's important that, you know, we, we stay true to ourselves um, as well as our families. Um, our friends and our families, honestly, they're either going to come around eventually to what it is that we are looking to do and the path that we're looking to take, or if they don't, well, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's unfortunate. Um, but you have to live the life that you want to live and ensure your own happiness because nobody else is going to, guys. The second part of this, you know, whole thing with putting off your goals is the fear factor. We all have fear when it comes to new things. It, it comes from, fear stems from unknown, not knowing what is going to happen next and how things are going to play out and end is the biggest driver when it comes to anxiety. I think that that's why 2020 has been so difficult for so many of us. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows how long this is going to last. Nobody knows how it's going to play out. Like, it's crazy. And, you know, there's so much uncertainty with with work and school and bills and, and all of this other stuff. It's just, it's no wonder. It's scary. And, and like I said, fear is, is a big factor with all of this. So a great way to combat this fear that we feel is by writing down what your fear is. Go ahead, grab a piece of paper, pause this, I'll wait, write down what that fear is and then come back. All right, so if you're listening to this, I'm gonna take it that you grab that piece of paper, you wrote down what that fear is, and now you are able to look at it, right? Like it is this thing in front of you. It's no longer just floating around in your head. It's, it's real and it's on a piece of paper. This helps to take some of the power behind the fear away because it's in writing. It's no longer just in our head, plaguing our every thought. So the next step to this is I want you to write. If this happens, I will finish the thought. So I want you to finish this thought in writing on paper underneath what that fear is. Um, and then if another fear pops up while you're writing, I want you to keep that process going until you have a plan written out. So I know this sounds hokey, but I promise you that it works. I've done it quite a few times and putting it on paper truly takes a lot of the power out of the fear. Um, and yes, there will still be some fear because we, we can't erase it totally. Um, the main portion of the fear that will still be remaining is taking that first step, um, letting someone know what we're working towards, um, you know, putting it out there into the universe. Um, if it's workouts, if you were like me when it comes to, let's talk about my fear of going to the gym, right? Um, in the past, I was made fun of by people at the gym. I wasn't comfortable. It completely screwed up my self-esteem and my confidence with it. So one of my biggest fears was if I go to the gym, I will be made fun of again. You know, so um, if this happens, I will. And then I would have to finish the thought. So, I mean, there's a couple of different ways you could go with, with this. You could confront the person who's saying something that might be even scarier though, right? So. Maybe um, if someone does that, I will ignore them and continue my workout because my health is more important than what anyone else thinks of me. You see how that goes? Um, and, you know, I'm, again, just talking here off of the fly, but 
this this is stuff that has truly helped me um and then maybe taking that a step further um you know would be i because i was able to continue my workout and not let that person's thoughts affect me i will not let this experience stop me from going back to the gym um, so writing all of this out forming this plan reading it to ourselves takes the power of that fear away because it, it, it gives us a game plan. It, it gives our brains something to connect to should that something happen. Like we already know what the next step is and that's the most important thing. So again, yeah, there will still be some fear as far as taking that first step. Um, but overall, if you have a plan in place, it's a powerful tool. Leaving things to the unknown is scary but facing it, writing things down, forming a framework to get you through it is powerful. So I hope you enjoyed this list of five things you should stop doing now. Um, I truly believe that conquering these one by one can really help you to clear the roadblocks on the path to achieving your goals. Again, this is stuff I have been conquering and battling for the last decade on my health and wellness journey. If you have any other great tips or if you've tried any of these or do try any of these, I would love to hear about your experience. Uh, you can either, um, I guess finding me over on Instagram is the best way. I am at Bronx 787 I also turned all of these podcasts into a written blog format that can be found over at NikkiHines.com. You could always leave me a comment there. Also at NikkiHines.com is my shop where you can get different merch uh, that I offer. I have a lot of fell forward, uh, t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, stickers, you name it. Lots of other... Um, fun t-shirts and gym wear. So check it out um, and let me know what you think. As always, thank you again for listening to this podcast. If you received any value out of it, please share. Um, sharing is how other people get to learn about what I am sharing over here. It allows me to hopefully help at least one other person conquer one fear or take that one step needed to get them closer to their goals. And honestly, that is what my goal is here, guys. So um, if you're listening on Spotify, share Instagram stories, super easy. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you wouldn't mind leaving me a couple of stars and a review, I would truly appreciate that. So hope you all have an awesome day and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye.